My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about choosing happiness and the role we play in our own happiness. I'm talking with Louisa Valentine today. She's a wellness coach and a, a career nurse, and she's a healer at heart and has done a lot of wonderful things to, to help the world be a better place, help others heal, not only as a nurse, but as a wellness coach. She has a nonprofit aimed at healing and helping others. And she has an interesting story that that began with listening and reading the tarot, which is very similar to mine. So I'm going to be excited to hear about that. Uh, welcome to the show, Lisa. How are you today? Thank you so much, Molly, for having me. I am wonderful. And I am just so grateful to be on your show today and for you to share your platform and your audience with me. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. So why don't we begin by talking about what you do for people? You know, our theme is choosing happiness and our role in happiness. And as a wellness coach, I, I imagine that that plays into it a lot. It's not just working out and eating right and in meditation, even it's like, what, what makes your soul sing? Um, so as far as, as that goes, how do you do that for people and integrate that theme into the work that you do? Yes, definitely. Oh, it, I love the term that you use, making your soul sing, because that's exactly what it is that I aim to do. I aim to bring joy and happiness along with that wellness and, you know, of course, the fitness and the health and the eating right is very important. But without your mindset being on the right path, you really cannot get very far at all. So it's all about getting right in your head. And then the body and the soul follows right along with it. So we always start with mindset. And that's the base of the practice while everything is very important and it's about aligning mm -hmm. if you don't have the right mindset you're you're just not going to get very far so that's why that is where we start and choosing happiness and if you're not in that place of happiness and joy with what you're doing you're not going to keep doing it you're going to stop you're going to get bored you're going to get frustrated but if you can do it from that place of joy, mm -hmm. sustainable results just, just follow. I totally agree. And what would you say, like when you first start working with someone on their mindset, what's a common kind of negative thought or a, a disempowering mindset that they might have that's keeping them stuck in their, in their illness or their problems or et cetera? That they've failed before. Mm -hmm. and they'll always fail they can't do it and 
that always gets in the way because how often, especially as women, do we try to do things for our health and wellness and we put everybody else ahead of us? So it's like, oh, I, I can't do it because I don't have the time. I've failed. I've tried before and I just keep failing because I don't have the time. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And, and so the, the whole world is a busy, busy place, but you're up there in New York City. And I imagine, you know, it's not just New York people that you work with, but the busyness and the fast pace of city life. Yeah. How do you help people find that that time and carve out that time for themselves that maybe is a little more still and a little more focused on their inner world? We start by figuring out that we all deserve to be a priority in our own lives. We don't deserve to be second-class citizens putting everyone else first. So once you realize that you deserve to take care of yourself, you, you are here, you're doing so much for so many people out there, but why? Why not you? Why don't you matter? And that's the one of the first things that we start to work on to start shifting that mindset because then they start to think, yeah, why, why don't I? How come I have to put everybody else ahead of me and I, I'm just sitting in the background. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we go after the why, why they're important, why they deserve to be put first, and how much more they can get done by putting themselves first. Because how often are we overwhelmed and we're doing so much? And then what happens? We get burnt out. And then when you're burnt out, you're either snapping at people you're just you just want to sleep or relax or zone out every free moment that you have because you're so used to doing so much for everybody else your children your kid um your partner your job just everything always comes first and it's like no go ahead allow yourself the freedom give yourself permission to put yourself first and you'll just have so much more of you to give because mm-hmm. your cup is full. So you have more to offer instead of giving everybody the drops that are left. And by the time you get to yourself, it's like there's really barely even a drop for you. Yeah, That's I understand that. And I've been there, done that for sure. And it is, it's a balancing act um, at every level of change in life. You know, one thing starts to change, say your job changes or your relationship status changes, or your, you know, you become a parent or you, your, your kids leave home. Like every different level requires this new level of self-awareness. So how did you come to this work? I mean, it sounds like you understand that process really well. So can you share about a time in your life where you were overgiving and, and you didn't have that drop left for yourself and how that you turn that into a purpose to help others? Oh, definitely. Because the person I am speaking about was exactly who I was. I was the person who was trying to get it together. And even though I'm a nurse, you know, I would go to the doctor and certain lab values were just a little too high or my cholesterol was not where it should be or my weight was above the limit. And 
I would try different things and I would fail. I, I just couldn't succeed because I kept putting everybody else first. Mm-hmm. It was like, even when I tried, I tried to put that effort in. I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the gym. But then I get a phone call. Oh, I need you for X, Y, and Z. And then, okay, that plan, you know, goes to the wayside. All right, I'm going to start eating healthy. Oh, it's a birthday dinner and we need you there. You have to come. All right, I guess I don't have to eat so well today. And, you know, one day, what always happens turns into another day, turns into a week, turns into a month, turns into three years, and then bam, like, where has all the time gone? But then I was, I was just not happy. I was very distraught with myself. And it was like, all right, I just keep failing. So what's the purpose? And if I would discuss this with other people in my life, they, they would, you know, I wasn't obese to them, even though on the charts I was, or I wasn't a fat girl. And oh, you're fine. Don't worry about it. So they were pushing my concerns to the side. So Mm -hmm. I started pushing my concerns to the side. And then the craziest thing happened. One day, I saw this picture, and it, it just it looked bad. But it was not only because I felt like I looked bad in my body, my face looked unhappy. I I felt like a shell of myself. I was hiding who I was. Mm -hmm. And that was the day that I decided, no, I I can't keep doing this. I can't keep letting other people dictate who I am and what I can accomplish and who I can be. And I just started taking my health literally into my own hands, not just worried about my patient's health or my parents' health or all my friends with their health concerns. It was like, I matter. And I I need to be able to be happy because if not, what what's the point of this existence? Because that's all I was doing, existing. I was not living. And I was ready to live again. And I, if I was going to live, I want to do it happy. I want to have a good quality of life. And that's exactly what I want for the people that I work with, for the women that I see every day who are just like I was. They don't have to be there. Absolutely. I hear you. And you're speaking my language. Um, I learned the same exact thing going through, you know, obesity and learning to take care of my body as an act of self-love, but also not really understanding because I was never trained. I was not brought up in a way of, of understanding that how we feel in our bodies is step one in our happiness in life. If, if you can have all kinds of money, all kinds of things, all kinds of things going right in your life, if you're struggling, you know, you're not breathing properly or your knees hurt. I mean, I was 23 years old and knee problems already, uh, gut problems on five medications, couldn't sleep, anxiety, all these things. And it was some things that were that needed work, inner work. And then another big part of it was my body was out of balance. The, the chemistry was out of balance. So I, you, you know, I was similar to you, use my intuition to then say, okay, what do I need to do here? Guide me to the right 
um, resources because the medical doctors at the time said, I don't know what to do, you know, eat less, eat fiber, uh, drink water and take these pills for the pain. And I was like, no, 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 that's not going to work for me. So it sounds like you were on a very similar journey and that kind of um, caterpillar to butter to cocoon to butterfly when you became that butterfly you're like now I want to guide other people that are probably struggling with the same thing so that is that is the definition of following a calling and being a healer and a light worker in the world so I congratulate you for for doing that and can you talk about that um, by the way like the the way that you used your intuition in this process because you could logically say all right, let me start researching ways that I can get healthier and then I'm just going to do it, like make a plan and do it. But can you describe for us or share what it was like to, to follow your intuition one day at a time to find your ideal health and, and to heal your own body? Oh, definitely. It, it started with just listening to my body. And to do that, I had to connect with myself first. I had to see who I was and what would make me thrive, what would bring me success, because that's what we all want in one way or another. We want success with whatever it is we are doing. And I was tired of failing. I had done that before. And that was when I would just go straight and do exactly what you said. I would go and research. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to try this. And it didn't work because I wasn't listening to me. I wasn't listening to what my body wanted. And so now these days, and as I've been building my practice, I listen. There's days I want to dance. I want to just move my body and just have fun with it. While there's other days I want to run and I just want to run as fast as I can. Or like today, today I went for a uphill walk, like an incline. There we go. Incline walk. And that was my work. It was 15 minutes. And I was perfectly fine with that because my body was like, all right, this is what we need today. So let's let's do this. Let's go for it. And we'll, we'll see where we go from there. So it's all about listening and figuring out what feels good and what feeds my soul because being healthy does exactly that. It's like nurturing to my soul. And the more that we just stress it and we just focus on the weight loss or us only the specific goals, the destination, and not the journey, we're, we're not listening to our bodies. We're not listening to that intuition of how should we go about this today? Mm-hmm. How can we do this? What is in my best interest? Not in Mary Jones' best interest or Jennifer's best interest. No, what is in Louisa's best interest today? And how can we do something today that is going to help us tomorrow, but we're going to enjoy it. And so that's, that's really how I try to live my life and my fitness journey, because I'm still on my own journey as well. I'm always growing. I'm always learning. And I bring that to the people that I work with. I bring that to these women so that they see I'm a real person. So yeah, I'm, I'm not perfect, but I've been there and I don't want people to struggle and suffer for as long as I did. 
So that's where, again, that intuition like came into play, like, who needs me? It's not, who do I need? Who do I need as a client? Who needs me as a coach? And we just have to be drawn to one another because every coach is not for every client, just like every client is not for every coach. So it's just to keep moving forward and just talking about intuition and everything. I see you got those beautiful cards. <laughs> and like my my tarot journey has brought me this way because you know you ask these questions when you're on that path like mm-hmm. what where should I be going next what should I be doing who should I be helping mm-hmm. what is my purpose and the card speaks spirit speaks mm-hmm. so it's just about listening and and taking those spiritual hits and be like all right I hear you I hear you I'm coming I'm, I'm, I'm moving in that direction because people would ask when they saw the changes in me the same people who at first thought oh you don't need to do anything you're fine or whatever other excuse they made for me they were mm-hmm. like oh so what is it that you're doing now how did you make these changes And now I'm sharing this information with different people. And it's like, how can I help the most people? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you brought up a couple of cool, cool points. Um, You know, a lot of people talk about intuitive eating. That's kind of a new, you know, um, I wouldn't call it a trend because it's really wise and very important that we keep it as something we're always thinking about. But intuitive exercise, you know, I, I think I use it that way now and I wouldn't have called it that, but the way that you described it's like, oh, it's just like intuitive eating. Like, wh- how do I want to move today? And and I always recommend for my clients that are dealing with health stuff, it's like, you, well, anything really, you have to have a body balance, body, mind, spirit. So it's always good to have a little menu of things that you enjoy. Uh, you know, I always like to say, if you're creative, have your creative menu and things you like to do, have your, um, you know, movement or physical menu of things you enjoy, have your resting thing that you enjoy and your social stuff, you know, and maybe there's a few other menus, but when you discover what that is for yourself, cause we're all wired so differently, then you don't feel like you have to just go to the same thing. Every time you can actually pick from things, you know, that you're going to give you a boost of joy and it keeps you on track with that balance. So I love that. And I love that you brought up the cards because, you know, just like your intuition led you to your health um, and on your wellness journey, it's also led you in your business and, and towards, you know, some success in what you're doing to help others. So can you share how that's been showing up for you and maybe how you face some challenges in terms of holding your boundaries when you feel called to help like everybody, but then, okay, not everybody, but I've got to listen to my intuition to hone it in on who I can really find, you know, be successful with. Oh, yes. It's funny that you even say this because in the beginning of my coaching journey, I did not have any boundaries mm-hmm. other than I was expecting female clients, women clients. Um, but other than that, it was like, all right, maybe you fit like my demographic, but I'm going to try, or you're really not ready to change your mindset, but 
I'm going to try to pull you in also. And it was always exactly as you said, I wanted to help everybody. And while that is a noble thing to want to do, in retrospect, I help less people by doing that, by not having those boundaries, because the people who really do align with me and need me as that person for them, I'm not available because I'm busy trying to convince this person to try to do what it is that I do in my coaching. And they're just, they're not there. Mm -hmm. And so it's about being able to meet clients where they are and then deciding, okay, we can walk this journey together because I consider it a partnership. They are doing all of the work and I'm just here to help boost them along the way, give them the knowledge that they need to to find this success in their own transformation. Mm -hmm. And just learning about boundaries I still struggle with boundaries, let me be honest. I do prioritize my own time a lot more than I used to, but I still have those friends and those family members and even certain clients that, you know, want to infringe on that time. And it's like, okay, let me give you a little bit of time, but at least I've gotten better where I can cut it down. I'm not giving all of my time and all of me and I'm and I will postpone I'm like okay I will give you time but you'll have to wait until 10 a.m Thursday morning or I can't help you right now but if you schedule a call with me we can discuss whatever it is that you need to discuss and just putting up those boundaries with everyone to help save my energy, conserve what I have to offer. So that again, just like with the client, that they have that cup that's running over versus, uh, I'm, I'm giving you the drops. I'm mm-hmm. giving myself the drops. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't do that anymore. I love that. I love that. And it's so important when we set out to help others, a lot of times we get dragged into, and when I say we, any, any coaches, healers, anyone that's really like on fire to help others for, uh, for their work and their living, we start to think, oh, well, we can heal the people in our lives, or we can, we see a problem or they're, they're talking about something or venting like, well, let's coach you that, you know, let's, this is this great thing I learned or this great transformation I went through. Like, let's, let's give that to you too, because I have it so freely just to give to you. And I think it's really key at a certain point in that journey that we realize we are here to help those who are asking for it. And it's very similar to readings actually. And that was one of the first ethical things I learned as a reader that you don't want to just walk up and give a reading to just anyone. Cause you're almost like showing off your skills and that way it's about you more than them. So don't do that. Okay. I never had a problem you know, with that, but some people do. Um, so it's always, you know, saying, Hey, I have this gift to share if you want it. And, and like, here I am, I'm available, but if you're not going to ask, I'm not going to push it on you. And I think it's the same thing when you've got health advice or you've got any kind of clarity advice for anyone, 
and it does, it is hard in personal relationships. It's almost like that's our spiritual work of acceptance and healthy non-attachment. So, um, so I drew a few cards for you as I do for all my guests to take a look at this challenge. Are you um, open to me sharing that now? I am definitely open. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. So I see you are uh, being a very strong intention and you have strong intentions that have led you to this point. Um, you're going for what you want and you're very, um, purposeful in this. So I don't see that you're straying or on any kind of detours right now, but the goal of this current life challenge is to open up your voice and to speak your truth, even when it disappoints other people or even offends them a little bit, um, like not softening yourself or sugarcoating things anymore. <laughs> because while some people may take offense, you know, you don't mean it. And it's really acknowledging like, hey, I just touched their ego in the wrong spot, but that really wasn't my intention. So they'll figure that out and they'll, they'll get, they'll kind of get over it. <laughs> and they'll, you're actually teaching them how to accept what they, you know, th that disappointment and deal with it. Does that make sense that it's like a spiritual lesson you're teaching them? Yes. Oh my God. Oh, a discussion I was having about two hours ago. Yes. I love it. You can't make this stuff up. You cannot. Yeah. And so your conscious thoughts are boundary building and wondering what you might need to do in some of these situations. And I feel the message here is just, just build the boundary. That's all you need to do. Everything else will fall into alignment if you do that. So keeping your energy very clear um, as far as your work and where you're headed, your internal environment, your spiritual knowing that's just under the surface knows that no matter what, as long as you keep taking steps forward, you're going to get to your destiny, you know, so you can't be thwarted by anything going on around you. The obstacles are simply that kind of illusions that may keep you a little bit like, hmm, I'm kind of stuck. I'm not really sure. But the more you trust and keep walking ahead despite them, the better. Um, you have so many skills and, and so much wisdom to share. Um, that you've gained in your past. And um, so it's popping up again. I'm going to say it. I get this with my guests at least once a week. Um, you're, you're my once a week so far. It's early, but um, are you thinking of writing a book? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it came up while you were talking earlier. I'm like, she's going to write a book. And then it came up here again, like gathering all of your wisdom and your knowledge together in your kind of like, here's my, my book of wisdom for the world. Um, it is very much having to do with healing. Uh, well, what you're coming into is healing some ancestral patterns through probably the mother line, since you focus on working with women. And that may be your work to do so that you can open up and share your wisdom more fully. But it may be so that the mother line heals, like giving voice to things that don't have a voice, if that makes sense. Molly, oh my goodness. I'm doing a Facebook Live on Friday. And it is titled, Let's Get Loud. I love okay. it. <laughs> oh, just about women speaking their voice for those that are not able to be heard. So I am chef's kiss. <laughs> Beautiful. I love the chef's kiss. I love those. Awesome. So, you know, your vision is, is on point. It, sometimes you doubt it because you don't always see the evidence right away. Um, that is because of some negative self-talk going on. So wherever that's coming from, whether it's like, well, who am I little old Louisa from so-and-so neighborhood to do all this work? Like, just make sure you realize that those are other people's voices. They're not yours um, because you have that inner purpose-driven um, spirit being that is really calling you to live a heart-centered life. That's that call to joy. 
that call to wellness, all of those are very spiritual concepts, whereas that, like, who am I to do all of this? That's a very inverted ego, kind of a wounded ego concept. So I'd like you to start seeing that for the illusion that it is. And the more you can tame your thoughts and, and quiet your mind about things, uh, the more you're going to feel that you're calling your soul back home with everything you put out there. Every step you take on your on your calling journey is like, all right, I'm calling my power back. And so let's stop trying to figure out other people uh, because my GPS system is taking me where I need to go. It really is that simple. I, I love it. And it's also crazy when I first got into my own spiritual path, one of the things that was said was I have to break the generational curse, so to say, of that unhealthy eating and the bad habits and, and yes. feeding my mind so yeah. much negativity. So all of this is on point. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah, just to go back to something you referenced before that, oh, you're fine. Like you're, you're fine the way you are. It's fine. Like sometimes when we're, we're wanting to do any kind of self-development and some, someone says, you don't need that. Sometimes it is because I'm comfortable with you being like that. Like if you change or you overcome this, that's going to make me uncomfortable in some way. So for you, you're facing this every single day. I know other people out there are facing it as well. I know I have, and it's simply just keep walking forward because you lead by example, whether or not the people that you hope to help will do their work or not, you're going to lead by example. And I, I like to think even if they don't take it on in this lifetime, they'll do it another lifetime. So it's a continuum and we don't ever have to feel like a failure, quote unquote, because we couldn't help those people. It's simply like I left them with what I could and I'm doing this just just to show everyone they can lead by example. So that's what you're doing. It's beautiful. Thank you. Oh, I, I absolutely love every part of that. It all resonates, not just because I feel like it was positive because I just actually feel like it resonates. It, I, I don't that. feel like it resonates. It resonates. <laughs> I love to hear that and love to, I'd love to be of help. So thank you for giving me the honor of doing those cards today. I really, that was really fun. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. So thank you. You're welcome. Well, wonderful. So Louisa, where can people find you if they want to learn more about your health coaching and who you are? Where's the best place to like pinpoint you online? Sure. They can go to my website, louisavalentine.coach, L-O-U-I-S-A, V as in Victor, A-L-E-N-T-I-N at coach.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook. I have my Facebook page, my same name, Louisa Valentine. It'll uh, be Louisa Valentine LLC. You can find me there and all of my socials. If you just look for that name, you're more than likely going to find me. <laughs> love it. Love it. Well, thanks for sharing your light today. It's been a joy talking to you. Thank you. You're very welcome. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, 
If you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to EmpoweredWisdomShow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.